Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. It's Tuesday. Thank you so much for coming by. This is Mark Husson. This is your Power Peak Hour. What an exciting show. I'm really excited. In fact, we are right in the process of uh, getting our wonderful uh, guest from London, England, in on the show. And I, what, what I'm going to give a shout out to, just in case, uh, Erica, if you are uh, ready and standing by, you need to email me the phone number one more time because I think one of the the international codes isn't working. So uh, we're going to stand by while you do that. So we'll get Erica on, not a problem. But I want to also um, take the moment to talk to you about what's going on this week. You got a full moon coming up. A lot of you guys are feeling, you know, we if you think about it, we tend to feel better under the uh, approach to a full moon than we do to a um, new moon. And that's because the moon is getting brighter. And symbolically, if you look at it, the moon getting brighter, it's gaining light, it's building, we think of it as wax buildup, right? That's how it's waxing. And that's how I remember it. It's been such a good thing, all this kind of intensity from the eclipses and all this Venus squares that we talked about last week, all that Venus sort of trouble that was being made, that relationships, our relationship to ourselves, our relationship to our health, our our friends, our lovers are um, being taken into account and looked at. And there, it's in a way that we've never been able to do before and get some relief and get some understanding. So that's what this cycle is about. This um, particular uh, this particular week, uh, as we approach this full moon, what we're going to be seeing is um, a little more of the Mercury version of things. And, uh, oh, good, Erica's out there. I'm going to um, get the number over to them one more time. So... Uh, that we can bring our dear friend from England over. And uh, they I think it's just sort of like a, one of those international code things. So hang in there, Erica. They're coming. Um, the full moon this week is going to be in Capricorn. It's Friday. So there's there's that means that there's going to be some serious approaching in our minds happening. We're going to be looking at life a little more seriously, a little more what our purpose is. Now, one of the things that you want to do is get a pencil, think about how to find us. I want you to be able to at least contact us as you need it. Um, right now, we do an interactive thing at facebook.com slash my name, Mark Husson. And we, I'll try to look at your questions during the break and sometimes during the show. Like I can take a peek over there and see how you're doing. Um, the um, I'm getting a little more information from Erica. The uh, Okay, so she's in Kent. And so we're going to get this number over to the guys. Got to get our girl on the line, right? There we go. Okay. She's coming. Um, and so, um, and then what I'll do, Erica, I'm going to give them access to you, your email, so they can work with you also if there's a problem in the back end. So thank you guys. Nothing like just got to be open when you're on live radio, right? Got to tell you what's going on. Now, um, the other thing that we can, um, the other thing we have to look at during this kind of crazy, this kind of interesting cycle as we're building is the fact that the moon is in, is in Sag today. And then um, as it's in Sag, it means it's going into the later end of the zodiac signs. And as it gets into the last few zodiac signs, Sag, Capricorn, Aquarius, and then Pisces, you do feel a little stranger. 
the issues get a little more or a lot more complex. So keep that in mind. And, um, you know, be sure to check out, and here's where I want your pencil to be used, facebook.com slash my name, Mark Hustlins. Okay, that's where we'll do the interactive during the day. And I'm going to post probably an audio this week to give you, to remind you of some of the things we're doing. Also, we at, at the number one, two is our big thing, right? So one, two, listen is where the readers exist, where Erica is, um, the, um, where uh, the, all of the, we've done psychic readings for so long that um, we've got some of the best in the world over at One to Listen. And today is one two, right? The 12th, so we're having a big sale today. Don't pass that up. Also, um, at OneTwoHouse.com, if you click the Power Peak, you can see where C.A. Brooks, who writes our daily What's Going On in the Sky, has a um, column about what's, you know, all the stuff that's going on each day, where the, those moons are, what kind of energy you can expect. So there's a lot of places to get information. If you want to know how it's affecting you personally, you go to OneTwoReports.com and you can order a report to see how it is affecting you. So there's a lot of resources. One of the things about astrology is just let the information come in slowly. If you happen to be, since there's a full moon in Capricorn, what that means is that the sun must be in Cancer because the moon to be full has to be in an opposite sign. So we're in the Cancer cycle. The moon is going to be exactly opposite Cancer, which is Capricorn. And that means if you're a Capricorn, a Cancer, an Aries, or a Libra, you're going to be feeling some of that shakeup, okay? You're going to be feeling some of the tension that goes on. Now, shakeup is a good thing because what it means is we're um, energy and you're going to want to take action. And under the Capricorn full moon, the action you want to take has got to be uh, where you thought it through. You want it to be responsible. Okay, so that's a lot of this cycle. That's a lot of the important um energy coming through. I'm looking at, they're making progress, getting our, our, uh, our lovely Erica on board. So I'm excited. So hang in there with us on that. Now, if you are during, also during this cycle, if you happen to be a Libra or a Taurus, Venus is fighting with Saturn. And so what that means basically is what we're seeing is an enormous amount of relational do's and don'ts. Like what's, you know, how, how is life supporting me? Hi, Portugal. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> and, um, we're seeing a lot of questioning, like, should I do this or not? You know, and a lot of the fight because Venus is arguing with Saturn is between responsibility and desire. Like, what's really my duty here? And that's what you got to question during this cycle. So it's really, really powerful stuff for us. It's just that you have to be, um, you don't want to be afraid of it. And you want to also recognize that these times, as we're getting to this full moon in Capricorn, are going to feel more serious than normal. So don't worry about it. If it gets a little heavier than normal, if you feel like there's a, um, there's a, a, I don't know, like it's not lightening up, it, it, things don't feel so light when you get into these later signs of the zodiac. Not that those guys are particularly heavy. The issues just become more complex because we've developed from Aries all the way through to the end of the zodiac, Pisces. And our issues become more um, involved and intertwined. And so they, what you do during these times, especially during these full moon and Capricorn times, is um, uh, chill. 
as much as you can. And guess what? We have Erica with us. I'm so excited. And I definitely appreciate your patience in that. I know it's a little nerve wracking when you do uh, live shows like this to make sure everything works. But um, do we have Erica with us, you guys? We, I sincerely hope we do this time. Uh, Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, isn't that nerve wracking? It's like, wait. <laughs> How oh, are yes. You? I am really good. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's so good to have you. And I, I we, the, the, I'm sorry that it was such a jumpy start, but what we're going to do is just dive right in. I want to really explore you publicly. I want people to understand who you are. It's such a pleasure to have you. And you've been with the One Two family for, has it been two years yet? I think it has. I had an August birthday celebration for it. I love that. That is so cool. Now, we put your chart on the um, on Facebook, and it's already gotten buried, so people are going to have to keep going um, to dig down to find it. But if you all do that, and I'm just going to, when you see the chart, once you get down on Facebook, click it, and you can sort of hang with us while we're talking. But Erica, you have an enormous amount of Libra in your chart. You have an enormous amount of Virgo in your chart. And and. They all, though, all of it is really says a lot about your you having this purpose here, this purpose of giving, this purpose of um, a serious looking at supporting people and assisting people. Do you do you recognize it in yourself? I know it's what you do, but do you feel that sort of like has it always been that for you? You know, I think it has, and I love the chart. I love what you've done with it. I have to say, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it you. has. Um, I, I've always been the one that picked up little injured birds and took care of things. And I'm very much, I'm a bit of an incarnated angel. If you bump into me in the street, I'll apologize. I, 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 I have that in me. Yes, you do. And it is so sweet. It's actually really endearing because there's a part of you that is also so, like anybody that spends any time with you, what I've noticed is there's a sense of, there's a, there's a real comfort you offer just almost instantly. There's a, it, it's not just your accent, which I have to say is just, uh, just gorgeous, but it's the, this comfort that you bring naturally. And when I, when I listen to people's feedback, cause I'll get letters about all of you, the psychics. And when I, with your feedback is always about this enormous amount of comfort and wisdom that you provide. And I'm looking at your chart it looks like your North Node, because I just did the North Node class, is in Pisces. The ruler is Neptune. And what it tells me is that this this wonderful healer, this wonderful psychic is in you. And, and it looks like you've been doing that most of your entire life. Is it something that you're like, have you developed the psychic part um, later? Or was it something you just felt you came in with? I've taken it the psychic side from being the healer because I was a broadcaster for a long time, but running alongside that, I was also working as an alternative therapist, a massage therapist, a Reiki master, and that opened up my whole spiritual side. Um, So I began to use this kind of psychic healing, and the whole thing then opened up, and it's still opening, and I'm still on the journey. I love that. Yeah, you can tell. It's one of those things that... Now, you... I just went to visit your website. I adore your website. I got to tell everybody while we have you, it's angelhandsheal.com. And it'll take them, they'll notice the address will shift. It's a, it's a, you're actually based in the UK. Um, When I looked at your angel scopes, my mouth dropped open. It's like you have the, you don't just write a sentence or two. It's actually like you dive into these things with every ounce of your wisdom is how do you get those? How do you write those? 
Well, it is a real alchemy, and you're, you're right what you say as a healer. And it was you who helped me to see that I was a healer, because I was looking thinking, well, I'm a psychic, and I'm a Reiki master, and I work with angels, and what do I do? And you took one look at my chart and you're a healer and as soon as you said it I thought yes I am you, <laughs> it was because I was insight. feeling you <laughs> it was good <laughs> you just have that presence it's really good so and so go ahead sorry explain how those things happen with the scopes so what I'm doing with the scope and this is the first time I've used the star reading which I've been working on for about a month developing it and I really love it because it brings out the healing in the reading because I'm able to use the star layout with the Mystic Tarot deck, which is already a triple reading because you've got uh, Jungian theology, you've got Greek mythology and the tarot energy in one deck, which I just love. One star spread with the major arcana, a completely separate spread with minor, and then depending on how I'm guided, I'm using one of the angel decks, and then I'm channeling the message I get from all three. So it's a kind of alchemy. How long does it take to do the entire set or even just one? To do the entire 12 takes me about a day. Wow. And are you energized, Erica, after a a time when you've tapped in to to these things? Do you feel more energy or are you like, I got to sleep? After I do the first six, it has to be said. A good cup of tea and a biscuit in true Brit fashion. But I do (laughs) love doing them. I feel by the end of it a real sense of achievement. And then I read them back and think, Uh, I read them back and I'm not aware of it. And I I look at them and think, wow, where did that come from? Because I'm channeling. That's amazing because they are so lush. I hope everyone gets a chance to see them. It's Angel Hands Heal. Now, where did that name come from? Dot com, by the way, everybody. That again, it's the alchemy that the name just came to me, which I think is my clairsentience and my clairaudience. But I was working with angels. I was a physical therapist, but I was also a Reiki master, so I'm putting my hands on people. And I just woke up for that logo of these... You know how if you play shadow puppets when you're a kid and you lock your thumbs together and you flap your fingers with a light and it creates the, a figure of a bird on the wall? Have you ever done that yes. once? Yeah. That's where it came from. I had these hands like wings, and I had oh. them coming up the Ayurvedic staff, and the, the vision just came to me with the name. Well done. I saw that today. I was like, what are those two little things? I went, oh my gosh, those are thumbs. And then it was like, those, that's a hand. Those are hands. And then I, I really was able to put it together. Nice use of, of imagery, really, Erica. Now, you have a big history behind you. you I know you, you've worked with people for a long time. You, you have a very deep uh, trust of your inner knowledge. Um, you also went to the Arthur Finley College, and um, I know everybody. I got so many letters, private letters, saying, "Have her talk about the college experience," because a lot of people <laughs> don't know about Arthur Finley College, and a lot of people think it's like the Hogwarts. What What was the experience there, and what you gain? What happened? Well, I truly love it, and if you want to see why it's called the real Hogwarts, if you quickly nip onto my Facebook page, Angel Hands Heal, I've put a photo of the front of it up there for you to see. It is a beautiful old building. It is steeped in history. They specialize in evidential mediumship. Um, they train a lot of, they've trained some of the world's very best state, which is not what I was doing there. I want to develop and understand mediumship as against the kind of psychic channeling I was doing. Because I knew I was doing mediumship, but I didn't know how I was doing it. And by the end of a week there, oh boy, I knew how I was doing it. They are just super. Wow. 
Now, mediumship is basically whenever we use that word, we're going to be talking about speaking to um, entities that uh, are bodiless of energies, right? Like energies that have crossed over people that were here. And that's the difference between medium and a psychic, would you say? It's it's talking to deceased loved ones. Quote, I looked back through my notes before I came on the show today, and I have a quote from the opening lecture that I just love that says spirit is about celebrating the living as well as communicating with the dead. I just love that. That is what they're about. I love that too. Awesome. That is so good. Now in your work, when you work with people and you, in, I know that, um, we love you as uh, I call you a psychic, but we love that part. And because there's so much warmth and there's so much wisdom that comes through as you've looked at it through the years and and especially this year, do you notice an emerging theme of issues that are coming up for people that you find yourself saying repeatedly like that maybe you weren't saying a year ago, but this year you're noticing you're saying it a lot more? Is there some kind of theme Mm -hmm. prevalent? Yeah, I think there is. And I think it's showing in the angel scopes. When I've looked, I've realized it's showing there as well. I don't know whether it's because we're approaching 2012. Um, There are many theories about 2012. But I just think there has never been a moment that is so right for letting the past go. And I constantly see that people are bringing up issues within relationships or in the way that they, and they say they're stuck and they can't move forward. And it's because we're carrying this baggage. And there has never been such a good time to forgive people. Um, I keep saying to people, why are you carrying the hurt and the anger from something that happened in the past? If you're still carrying it, the other person is long gone. You don't have to forgive perhaps what they said or they did if it was a falling out, but forgive the person. They probably had their bad moments too. But if you're still carrying it, you're the person holding on to it. They're long gone. Wow. And do you have a way, have you ever, have you been able in your work, and I, I know the answer to this because I see it in the feedback I get, but can do you assist people energetically in releasing some of that? Yes, I do. I mean, part of the training I did as an angel therapist was to work with particularly Archangel Michael to cut cords. Um, and if people are not comfortable working with angels, I can simply do that with them energetically, psychically, and just ask them to envision this cord going that they're letting go of this situation and you actually are i'm sure the facilitation just the combination of you your voice the like the part of you that is the south node the north node in pisces that just sees the cord can actually that really does assist people have told me after a session with you that they felt like that baggage literally gone and i think that you know it's just something really important to note that about your work that you actually are it's visceral it's not just like let's talk you're actually in there working it which is why i think there's so much of you into in this and there's so much of you put into it it makes a huge difference and i i really want to acknowledge to know you're that. getting that feedback because that that is what i hope to do i can feel it through my chakras when i'm connected to someone psychically and they're saying we're stuck when i'm cutting a cord i can feel their chakra centers and it usually is the center of your stomach area the kind of that solar plexus the gut feeling is normally where i get it but you feel it in people's heart chakras i had a lady recently in her throat um i won't talk too deeply about it obviously because it's very personal but it came out after i cut the cords that were around her throat she was having trouble speaking that someone had tried to strangle her and kill her Whoa. and she carried that forward and you did you actually see it in your mind 
I can feel it. I couldn't you feel speak. It. it was light and clairsentient. I felt it. Oh, that's a good distinction. You're clairsentient. So you actually feel it in your physical person. And yes. then that, okay, that's amazing. Now, Erica, you have talked to some very big people. You have a, I want to talk to you about Erica's Evocation Hour. It's a, it's a radio station that you have at 12radio.com. It's on Wednesdays. And I, listening to it is, is just amazing because you bring on remarkable, remarkable people. Can you just, t- just talk a little bit about the show? What do you use it for? Um, the date time I would love people to know about it. Well, I have to say thank you so much for One Two Radio. I have so enjoyed doing it. And I've got my own little metaphysical university running here. I, the, the name of the show came to me, and I sat there and thought, what am I going to do with this now I've invented this name? <laughs> um, and then I thought, well, that's what I know how to do, is to interview people, to talk to people. I spent 35 years doing on radio over here. So I have just gone through the gamut of mind, body, and spirit, phoning people up, whatever came to me, whatever interested me. And I've had um, gong healers on. I've had crystal masters. I've had tree yoga recently. Um, I've also had some of the, the amazing colleagues I have on One Two Listen whose gifts are incredible that I've managed to interview them about what they do as well. And I just love doing it. I just think if people have a passion for what they do and they want to share their knowledge, then that's what that show is about. It really is. And you have that Libra part of you that can see the gold in everybody. Because when they're on your show, you seem so genuinely connected to them and so genuinely interested. I really appreciate a lot about how that comes off. Plus, you play some amazing music. And I always tease, I, I love this question that we had sort of like exchanged about a little bit. If um, I asked Erica, if I stole your iPod, what would I hear on it? And she's like, <laughs> well, it depends on which one you take. <laughs> so, what, what's your music, Erica? What is your, what is your, heart connected to okay well i have my kind of healing ipod and my favorite of that is a gentleman in fact there's a snippet of his music underneath my introduction on one two listen he's a sound healer in this country called tim Wheater. and if i need a place to go to chill or to heal to use music and mantra to heal myself uh that is i would play his albums on my healing ipod Uh, tim Wheater. yeah okay and he's just his story, I, we probably don't have the time here, but his story alone, one of these days, I will get him on my show when he stops globetrotting because he has the most incredible story. Oh, nice. I love that. And, and so that's the soft, that's the healing music you use. Now, what, mm-hmm. what are you listening to when you're, when you're taking, when you're aerobicing or when, you, <laughs> when you're just having a good time, wanting to dance in the okay, kitchen? Okay, well, that's when you might want to close the doors in case I rattle the windows for the neighbors because <laughs> I, uh, I love rock and roll. I love... I love jazz. I play in a jazz orchestra, so I love jazz on Tuxedo Junction and all the old jazz standards. I love it. I love that, too. That's so good. And you do play. What do you play? I play jazz flute. Oh, that's wow. That's amazing. I think there's a great picture of you with a flute. I wanna, I'll put that up sometime for people if I get your permission to do that. Of um, course. The, now, Erica, if the world we're, we're coming to a full moon, um, and I know the moons are important cycles for you. This one is um, Friday, early, early morning for most people, and, and probably in England um, or mid mid morning. Um, do you have something that we have about a minute left? I want to want you to leave people with a word of wisdom from Erica because the, you you reek of wisdom. They're noticing it in the on the Facebook page. You have something that during this cycle you want to give people. 
Yeah, I, I think, again, my theme that I constantly see of letting stuff go. And for me, working with the moon is you, you build up, you manifest as it comes to full moon. But as it goes from full moon and, and waxes and wanes, I would say, let go of that which no longer serves you once we hit the full moon and you start to go down again. Work okay, with the so- energy of the moon. And and we're, so on the on the waning moon, right at the moment of the full moon, at that point, think of all the things you want to let go of and release them. Yeah. Now, yeah. are you going to work today at the sale at One Two Listen? Oh, absolutely! Yes, please, I am. Because it's getting okay. So you guys at One Two Listen dot com, there's a sale all day today. I don't know how much longer Erica's going to be able to stay up. So you got to go say hi to her if you would. Erica, will you come visit us again? And this time, we'll do it without all the technical stuff. <laughs> Mark, it would be a pleasure. Thank you so much. It's been an honor being on your show, and I've so you're, enjoyed you're, it. it. Me too, and you are coming back, I promise. Thank you so much, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to take your calls. This is Mark Cusson. This is your Power Peak Hour. Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you so much for your support. Thanks for the wonderful, kind extensions to Erica. Isn't she amazing? I just could talk to her for hours. I, I envision one day being able to have tea and biscuits with her. I was going to talk to her, invite her in my British accent, but I thought she might hang up the phone on me. Oh, well. Um, Anna Taylor, where the heck have you been? Glad to see your face out there. All of you guys, Evie, I'm sorry when the lines are busy. I know you're really trying hard to get through and I, darn it, I just don't know what I'm going to do except to tell you to keep trying because you usually you get through when it's perfect timing, right? You guys are awesome. Okay. I'm centered now. I don't have to worry about the that we couldn't get through. You know, I get a little freaked out when the technical stuff happens and then the lawnmowers in the back start coming and it's like, okay, let's just ride this live radio thing. All right. Because that's what we do under Sag Moons. We take it, whatever comes at us with a smile and 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 a and a hope for more. <laughs> Not more of that though, right? Okay, you guys, um, we have a bunch of callers. Now remember, one two listen.com, big sale all day till 8 p.m. tonight. I would love for you to go talk to the gang out there. They're remarkable people, as you know. They're my family. Um, and I wouldn't push anything on you that I didn't believe in. So that's my that's my love of them. All right, let's take some calls, see what's going on in the sky for some of these people. Let's start with Keisha on line one. See how she's doing. Hi. Keisha, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. 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 Thank you for calling. You're an Aries. Yes. A, a, you're a Scorpio moon. You're yes. a tough person. I love it. Yes. You got some strength in you. Nobody messes with Keisha, right? No. <laughs> I love that. Good for you. What brings you to call the show? You know, I was just uh, kind of curious what you see coming up in my future. Um, this last year was a big year for me. I um, yeah. got a divorce, and um, yeah, I just feel like my life is 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 about oh. change, but I'm not really sure which direction is changing. Yeah, you know, I 
it is about change. You have Mars and Aries. You're like, you're such a pure warrior. It's so great. And even though you have this Pisces rising, um, there's this part of you that is just sheer energy and your sheer inspiration. Now, what's happening is Uranus in the sky just changed your life. It did. And it makes perfect sense that you changed up the relationships a little bit. But now there's an eagerness in you to change up even more. And I think yeah. what it's going to start feeling like is there your finger is plugged into the electric socket. It feels like you are looking at all of, like, I think there's going to be a lot of energy for you. What I really want to support you in is, um, wow, this is, it's an element of surprise in here, Keisha. What makes it really tough is there's going to be leaps and, and bounds for you that are going to just come out of nowhere. The thing for you that I really want to emphasize these are very powerful. They're very surprising. It is easy for you to get lost in the energy of it, like just a leap and not look back. There's nothing particularly wrong with that, but I want you to get the most out of it by being able to um, take a breath to, to, like I look at your nodes, you have the North node in Virgo. And what we're trying to do here with you is to learn to trust this sort of intuitive sense. So you're going to feel like the flight or fight syndrome where you're just going to take off at the, at, you're going to be a little like antsy, like, okay, anything that looks like a prison, a box, anything even remotely looks like that. You're going to, you're going to rebel against, I think you're going to be reactive and I think it's really okay. I mean, I think that's just how it's going to be. The big thing though is inside, you're going to have to take a breath because I'm not going to be able to predict where this is going to go. This is really an exciting time. It's only going to happen once in your lifetime. Uranus on the ascendant, on your Mars. The thing you have to do more than anything else is make tune in just a little inside before you leap. A lot of these leaps, can they, they, they're amazing. They'll create a lot of change, but they can be clumsy. And I want you to just have that little sense with you to keep a little grounded part of you that goes, okay, keep an eye open for this. Because you have a lot of gifts you give. What do you do for a living? Um, I'm actually a, I'm a, a manager in restaurants. And I'm okay. not, I don't like it. Of course not. No, no, no. You're, yeah, you're, in fact, all that stuff is going to change for you. What I think we got to do here is give you the imagery of buckling your seatbelt up, right? But, but the roller coaster that you're on is going to be directed by your, your true intuition. You, have, you do have a healer in you. You have somebody that loves. You're psychic. You know this intuition world really well. And I don't know that you've ever trusted it, but you have an ability to see way into people. And I think what, where you lose patience is you think they should have the same gift. You're, you're just fast. You really are. So what I say, Keisha, during this cycle, trust this intuition. There's going to be a lot of changes. I think the most important thing, every single time you want to leap, you take a breath and just go, okay, I'm ready to leap. Just let me make sure and then do it. But take that breath first, just that one breath, because this is going to be one of those unpredictable cycles. You're going to land somewhere that I think is just going to blow you away. And I don't, I, it is beyond my ability to predict it because it's Uranian. It's like, so the surprise element is here, okay. but you're going to be free and you're going to love what you bring. Just ride this because it's not going to last forever, but it is going to change who you are as a person. Does it kind of make sense? Yeah. When do you see this kind of change happening? Is it yesterday. Um, oh, <laughs> like it's going to be, it hasn't quite hit yet. Actually, it's going to hover there. I think what we're going to see is when Uranus just went backwards and it just missed your Mars by a moment, I think it's going to get really loud for you. I'm looking in the ahead. It's still retrograde in the fall, still retrograde in the winter. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So we're looking at the first of the January 1st. Okay. That whole, all of 2012, you're going to start with it. So you get a chance to reprieve a little bit here. Okay. You're going to heal through the divorce, all that stuff. And then you're going to do this energy is going to come right back at you first of the year. Okay. All right. Sounds I hope good. you'll let us know. It's exciting. 
Thank you. All right, Keisha. Thank you, honey. Take thank care. Thank you so much. Okay, you too. Bye. Hey, we're going to talk to Marla on line two. Oh, Marta. Okay, thank you. Marta? Yes. Hi. Hi, Mark. You're in Aries, too. You yes. Aries are, like, flying to the phone today. I'm so happy. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> Poor thing. You said it like a little Virgo moon that you are. What's going on? Uh, not well, I would say not much, but it seems like I lost my groove. You do? Oh, okay. When did that happen? About three years ago. So you've been without a groove for three years? Yeah, I'd say it comes and goes, and, you know, I feel insecure, then I start hiding from life again, then I come out a little bit, then I hide again. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay, what's happening is, again, it's the Iranian thing. It's sitting on your Pluto, though, and it's exactly opposite your Pluto, and there is a lot of fears that emerge. And uh. so, you know, but the, what it is, though, Marta, it's a, it's a release, you're letting go of so much that you've built up. Now, you're a teacher. Are you teaching anything? No, I'm not, but okay, I, do you... I know I have it in me. Oh, you so have it in you. Um, the thing is, your Virgo moon tends to criticize you um, if you get too out there, right? I mean, you know what I mean? It's like you block yourself because it's not, you say you're not ready or you look too much at what wow. people are thinking about it. Right, right on. <laughs> okay. We've got what's going to happen during this cycle. You're you're going to teach. You have a message. Nothing is going to prevent that message. But it's going to be, it looks like we're going to have this issue right until February of 2012. Now, that issue is the issue of um, purging all the blocks, all the fears. Wow. And all that means is you're going to be looking at them. So the most important thing is you don't judge them as they come up. You're going to have fears come up and you're going to release them. Good news. Jupiter is in Taurus at the very top of your chart. It's going to be, it, it's going to attract a lot of attention towards you, a lot of change, a lot of support. It trines your moon. You're going to start feeling safer. You're going to start recognizing the negative thoughts and you're going to sort of hug them and release them. Not a hard thing to do, Marta, but you're, let me tell you, the worst, the fear is over. The, the, the part that has scared you for so long it's wow. going, and you're going to get this boundary put in where you understand exactly how you, how to work this thing. But you've been through it. It's been harder. Saturn on your moon, Saturn on your Pluto, you, you nailed it three years. It's no never going to hit there for another 28 years. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, everything's lightening up now. Just let it keep releasing. It's on its own target. You're going to suddenly get that burst of confidence that you've needed, and you're going to see it by people are going to recognize it in you, and you're going to get the encouragement you need to come forward. It's going to be remarkable. You're going to love this. Next four years, I think you're going to be in love. Oh, wow. Wow, thank you so much. I just, I, I love you, and I love you so, oh, and, and you just, thank you, you. you're a teacher to me, you know, Mark? Oh, you're so sweet, Marta. Well, that takes one to know one, sweetheart. Good luck. You don't worry about a thing. It's really unfolding. You're oh. you're coming around. It's good. You did the hard part, honestly. And I'm so proud of you. So oh, stay with it and you. let us know, will you? I will. I thank will you, so. love. Okay, thank you bye -bye. so much. Bye, honey. <laughs> People are so sweet, aren't they? Let's talk to another sweet one, Shanice, on line three. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Hi. How are um, you? I am awesome. I'm awesome. You sound awesome, Scorpio sun with a ton of Scorpio. Look at you in that Capricorn moon. You came in old. You've been responsible your whole life. What the heck? When are you going to tear loose, Shanice? I don't 
No, that's why I kind of ask you. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the same business as you, and I'm like, okay, what is going on? So, Bless your heart. I know. It's been <sighs> tough. You've got the same Saturn message. You, you just had your Saturn return. Listen, again, you have a ton of Virgo. You have Saturn in Virgo. You have Jupiter in Virgo. You have that caution thing in you, and Saturn just hit all of it. Now, what's happening now? We have Jupiter entering the Earth sign of Taurus. It's definitely bringing you an opening, and that's what we want to see. We want to see this little bit of that criticism in you, that need to have it perfect before you take action, the need to quit being the perfect girl. It's all going to start lightening up. Now, is there a book in you? What's going on with you in writing or teaching in that same direction? I do. I want, I, I've got a lot of ideas. I've been writing them down. Good. You, good because you have a lot to teach. Now here's the thing: uh-huh. you there's one Saturn's going to go next year into Scorpio. It might be the year after, and all that stuff is going to start getting serious. It's very good that you're taking your notes now because you know Scorpios do everything the hard way, but you have to. You have to like you feel it deeply, you hold it deeply. You know it's like that thing, and you're thank goodness you're a Capricorn Moon because you are so like ready to deal. You came in, you know, my personal opinion is Mm -hmm. life was not easy when you came in. It's a tough, Mm -hmm. you took on everybody and you're still doing it. And now we have a few things we have to clear out. We have to clear out a couple of the old messages that you got, which was like, you have to do what everybody, what pleases everybody before you can do what you love. And this is really about you not trusting your passions fully, but this is a lifelong lesson. This isn't tomorrow. What you're going to be noticing is every lesson that comes your way is a lesson that um, is to help you release all that sense of duty that you came in with, like this huge sense of duty and responsibility. You just feel like you owe the world. And I'm here to tell you, you're here to teach something in a big way. An amazing therapist is inside of you, an amazing author. And you, you see things below the surface. You just are a late bloomer because of that Capricorn moon. That's what it tells me. You're not going to do things early. You're going to do them later which good because when the time you do them later, you can enjoy them so much more, not that much later, but just like you're going to look and say, everybody else is doing this and I'm still lost. Well, that's the feeling of what happens when you have to take care of personal business, this whole healing inside of you because you came in with big responsibilities. You're letting them go. Now, over the next one and a half years, what we're going to see is this part of you that releases the issue, especially with mom. And then what we're going to see is this part of you emerging, this powerful, powerful woman you're going to quit being afraid of. And I think it's going to blow the world away. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm, I'm so ready because, like I said, I'm so tired of being broke. I'm so tired of yes, all my issues. It's just, ah. And then, like I said, there's this full moon. I was like, let me call him and find out what is going on. Oh, good. You got it. This is your moon. This is your moon. Now, all you got to do is trust the cycle. You're a Scorpio. Everything you do will be intuitive. It's right on. You got to trust it. Now, you are an Aquarius rising, so nobody will ever know, really, what you present isn't how deep you are. Nobody ever gets to know that's a beautiful thing. Let them think you're wacky or, you you know, do things left of center, but you are deep and you see things way, way below the surface. It's crazy how deep you can go with this stuff. Just trust it that you see life in a different window. The good news is you're right now, you're taking the time now to heal all of it, to let all that responsibility go and come into the woman that you're meant to be. It'll take just a couple of years, but man, you're on your way, Shanice, seriously, this is power shit. Okay. I'm, I was feeling crazy for a minute. Do you see real estate in my in my chart somewhere? Because for some reason, I, I see, just been getting ideas. Yeah, Capricorn Moon. Everybody with a Capricorn Moon could do real estate for real. Really? But 
I think the whole thing is um, I I see more. Um, well, it is money from others. Heck yeah, why not? Absolutely. <laughs> going to be making money from your your son's in the house of money from others it just i don't know if it's real estate or not but i do know it is in a business that will involve um that kind of turnaround the possibility for money big big amounts it's not small okay the real estate could work but i think to me it's more in the line of travel more in the line of teaching so we'll see okay because that's what i want to do i want to travel and i want to teach so but like I said, between yesterday and today, real estate has been on my mind. So. Well, do real estate then and learn from that and then let, let all the teachers that are supposed to be on your path show up. Who cares about the form? Follow your heart right now. That's good practice. Follow your intuition. It's gonna. That's what you're here to do. Practice that like, okay, this is kind of where I'm being pulled to. Trust that more than okay. you trust anybody else. Trust that. Okay. And then you know that there's probably someone in the mix that's supposed to help you in the next phase. So on your way, girl. Honest. Oh. You'll always Mark, be you successful. Mark, you were so awesome. I wish I had talked to Erica, but you are awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you, too, sweetheart. Good luck to you. Thank you. Have a good day. You, too. Bye-bye. All right. Sandra, line four. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for hanging in there with me, oh, Libra. no problem. And a Leo moon <laughs> and a Cancer rising. How sweet is your chart? What's going on? Um, Everything's just kind of stagnant, and yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to get a little crazy. So, <laughs> are you moving? Crazier. Are you planning a move? Sandra, what's going on with Saturn going on in your fourth house? It looks like there that's usually a move thing. Is it for you? Yes, because I okay. bought a house in the country that didn't quite work out, so now I'm moving back to my old house. Oh, interesting. Well, something's going to come of that. That's going to give you some momentum. And I think okay. it's going to give you an idea. There's a, are, do you do work that's personal work out of your home or are you public? Uh, no, actually I'm um, operations manager. Okay, so you so it requires you to, to go every day to work kind of thing, take care yes, of business and, that and way? I actually okay. hate it, but anyway. <laughs> well, I think that Saturn move back to your home is going to give you a new sense of something. I think it's going to give you a boundary that is finally needed. I think it's going to help you see what you really want to do. It's kind of like a really amazing time because it, it only happens once every 30 years. And here it is at the very bottom of your chart. You're moving back to a home. It's going to give your sun sign some strength. And I think what we're going to see is you making some serious decisions of um, what supports you in life. And now Jupiter in the, is at the very top of your chart. Is How's business? Is it okay? Uh, no. Okay, exactly. Well, but they're I, not really talking about it. It's just stuff we're inferring. Okay. So see, I think that's why the Saturn move back is the most important thing for you. It's going to give you the security that you need. Jupiter is in Taurus right now. Soon it's going to be in it's going to be in Gemini. And what that's going to do is touch off your personal Jupiter. We're going to see a lot of openings here. What we got to do is get you through this move, let it secure you, bring you some security. And then I think somebody or something or some some event is going to show up to give you the safety that you need. This is a great placement for Saturn if you need safety and security until okay. things start getting better. Now, in one week from today, the sun will pop out of your 12th house and you'll feel a lot more secure. If you're feeling any kind of insecurity, it's because the sun's sitting in your 12th house. This season in general for you is a personal one. You'll be popping out soon and feeling a lot, lot better. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> and I'm sure there's going to be some I want you to know, 2012, big surprises. So just don't give up. Just follow what you're doing. Okay? okay. Thank you All right. so much. Thank you. Yeah. You bet, honey. Bye-bye. Bye. We're going to do uh, Raven on line five. Hey. Raven. 
Hello. Hey, there you are. It's Robin. Oh, it's Robin. Sorry, sweetheart. I just I can <laughs> sometimes the charts when they come they get a little scribbled on there, so I didn't I can see it. You're probably wondering who's he calling out. Hey, Robin, how are you? I'm doing well, Mark. How about you? Good. Do you have enough Leo in your chart? Say again. Do you, do you have enough Leo in your chart? Have you seen your chart? Have you ever seen your birth chart? Yes, I have. It's ridiculous. It's funny, isn't it? Great amount yeah. of Leo there. I love it. With a fiery Aries moon. Very, very, very inspired chart. What brings you to call the show? Well, I'm at an interesting point in my life. I've been divorced for 10 years. I've been teaching for 34 years. I am, uh, I'm writing a screenplay. I'm, I have amazing friends and family. Um, but it seems like there hasn't been an opening for romance in my life. And I was just wondering what's going on with that and what I can do to, um, you know, make myself more open or ready or something for that center. Okay. What, um, what happened in 1999 romantically? Anything? Or 2000? Yeah. It did? Yeah. That's when I got divorced. Okay. So you got divorced. Did, did anything happen? Okay. So you freed yourself up in 99. We're back to that cycle again. And then did you start dating? Did you have people that you were romantically involved after that? You know, not anything that was significant, more, shall we say, learning experiences. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I think that's what these are for you, uh, Robin. The you have Capricorn ruling your seventh house, all that Leo, that Aries moon, Uranus is going to the top of the chart. Really? Life is about your desires, your passions, you. It's about you. I mean, this is a lot of like you energy. And I think you might like it reflected back with a person, but ultimately, I think I think you're here to 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 give something to the group, but it's not necessarily about relationship for you. I mean, it's not like you can't have one, but this is a really big time for you. Things are opening up. You really have your passions. You like to follow them. I don't think you like to put anybody else's passions first. And I think that um, when it comes to relationship, it's they're they're delightful to have when they serve a purpose. And if if that happens, great. I'm seeing this for you as one of the big openings in your life this year, right? This year. Um, I think you're cutting free from a lot of emotional drudgery. I think this is a chance when you're going to take a leap that you haven't taken before, like probably moving in a big way. Um, I think uh, you're going to get the support money coming in from surprise places. I mean, this is an incredible time. In 2012, it all hits the, the ground zero point. In January 2012, what we're going to see is this Uranus on your moon, and then it hits every piece of Leo in your chart. So I don't think you're ready for a relationship yet. I think you're ready for a relationship with you and what you're going to contribute. And then that's going to attract a ton of people into your life. So can you hang in there for like five more months? And then what we're going to see is this big turnaround that I think is going to just excite the heck out of you. And if I were you, I'd start making plans for it. You're having your second Saturn return. This is where there's no more BS. You're not putting up with anything anymore. You're not taking responsibility for stuff. You're not whole, you're not, you're tired of the guilt. You're tired of holding the, the, the place of helping everybody else. You're ready to take your leap and give something to the world. And I think this is the time right now. Don't worry about relationship. Worry about this opening that's coming your way. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I appreciate that input. It's not necessarily what I wanted to hear, but you know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm my number one Soul's Journey fan, so. <laughs> you are. You have to be, girl, because it's going to bring the people in. That's what's going to make it work for you. You are going to have, this time next year, you're going to be writing us going, I only have a minute, but I'm on my way to blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like all the excitement. It's going to open. This has never happened. This is an 84-year cycle. Hasn't happened in 84 years, and it's not going to happen for another 84. And it's going to stay with you for about three of these right now. It's going to stay with me, what? For three years, this kind wow. of energy. That's okay. Exciting. It's really exciting. You have no idea. You're going to love this. So write us. Let us know. All right? Okay, Mark, thanks. And I appreciate Good luck, all you. Robin. Let us know what you're doing, okay? We'd like to hear from you. And you guys, we are, of course, out of time. We have a minute left. Let me just leave you with this. There's a full moon coming up. Now, listen, on Friday the 15th, Mercury is going to go back to that point. Mercury goes all the way to the point it's going to be on the 15th. And then when it retrogrades, not this month, but next month, it's going to go back to the 15th, Friday. Start making notes on Friday of where you are, what's been going on in your life. You're going to see a, an, a very important illuminating point emerge. And I'll talk more about this on Tuesday with you next week. I can't tell you how you do so good for my heart. You're like vitamins for the heart. You guys are amazing. Your enthusiasm is fantastic. You just inspire me. Now, this Capricorn moon, if you get serious, if you get a little depressed, eh, You'll do. You'll be okay. It'll end fast. One to listen.com is where the action is happening. They are having a sale until 8 p.m. Pacific. Only once a month do we do it this long. Give these guys a try. One to reports.com if you want a personalized report. Big hugs to all of you. I'm I'm crazy about who you are. This is Mark Husson. This is your Power Peak Hour. I'm signing off. Hugs to Denise Lynn. You know, I love her. And talk to you soon. Bye, love scopes, will ya?